Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. The number one podcast for learning and talent development professionals. Now here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I appreciate you joining me today for a bonus Q&A episode with my friend Don Jones, who is the founder and chief experience designer for Experience It, as well as the creator of Infinity, which we talked about in our last conversation. If you haven't listened to that, we talked all about not only Infinity and what he created, but the future of learning, where things are going, the past of learning, and the future of learning, and the power of experiential behavior learning, and really diving in a story and how people learn from story and practice. Really a phenomenal conversation. Don, today I want to just ask you a couple quick questions about your own career and, and what you're seeing in talent development. And we'll make this fairly quick, but when you think back across your career, working in this space for 34 years, what would you say was your biggest or proudest accomplishment so far? Yeah. I mean, just starting the business, I had no experience. You know, I'm a guy that <laughs> just love I love persistence more than talent quite honestly I, I I worked for the Olympic teams in Canada I was an athlete in university but I always admired persistence more than the guys that had talent even though I loved watching the guys with talent but if they had talent and persistence man watch out you know but I was just I just had persistence no talent you know and uh, I loved it I loved it so uh, just starting the business with no experience and saying you know yeah. I'm gonna put my heart into it I'm going to learn from the people I respect in the field, and I'm going to see if it can work out. And hey, here you are, years 34 later, years later, right? Doing great things, which is countries, 90 universities, you know. Yeah, which is absolutely amazing, and definitely something to be proud of. I mean, I, I feel the same way about starting mine. I'm only really like three years into my yeah. business. Don, the reverse of that, you think back across your yeah. career. What's what's one of your biggest mistakes that's or even, failures? That's even easier. Like I yeah. said uh, to you earlier. I said to everybody in my team, nobody in my team makes more mistakes than I do, yeah. not even close. Yeah. And they, and so they don't have to worry about mistakes with me. As long as the mistakes are honest one and we learn by them and we're working hard, mistakes are fine. And I think one of the biggest ones, and I thought my career was finished, quite honestly, was early on. And I got a great opportunity to work for Boeing. We don't have a sales force. We never have. And mm -hmm. so I sell for my company, but I don't have much time to do it, you know? Yeah. And so Boeing found out about us, invited me down to Boeing. And I stayed in a $20 motel because that's all I could afford. Yeah. I went over and I pitched Boeing and there was like 10 consulting groups pitching. And they said, Don, after we talk to you, we don't want to talk to anybody else. We're going to hire you. But they yeah. had to talk. I was like, great. And then they said, Hey, can we drop you off at your hotel? And I was uh, like, oh, I've got to pick up something from my wife. So drop me at the mall. Drop me at the mall. Yeah. But when I did the job for them, we designed a, a massive simulation for them. And then they gave me a second contract right away. And I took it. And it was too much for us. And our company got overwhelmed. It wasn't a good job. Huh. And I went to Patty Dunphy, who had hired me, this wonderful woman who trusted me. And I said, Patty, this is this is completely on my shoulders. This does not work in the way you need it to. And I'll do whatever I can, but it just isn't going to live up to what you expected from me. And I thought, I'll never work in this field again. Bones yeah. will never hire me again. Patty Dumphy not only hired me again, she hired me for eight other simulations and she waited to the last simulation before she retired because huh. she wanted to be there for it. I thought I was finished. I really did. It was my yeah. first time uh, really bombing something. Yeah. And I learned a lot from that, that just own it. Just own it. That's all yeah. you can do. Nobody's perfect. No company's perfect. And I was very fortunate to have a very kind, very brilliant person that I was working for. 
Yeah. So taking on more than you can handle. And, and you know, I'm an entrepreneur as well, right? We, we've learned to like, you say yes, and then you figure it out later, right? But sometimes yeah. it could be too yep. much. And then if you can't <laughs> deliver, it could ruin your reputation. Yeah. And oftentimes what people do is, well, like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And then you brood on it and think about it and try to figure it out. And meanwhile, you don't tell the client or your boss or whoever it is, and it just becomes worse and worse. So the lesson there being just be transparent, let them know what's going on. And, you know, that she appreciated the relationship and you got more business from it. And anytime someone makes a mistake for me, if they own it, man, I, my estimation of them goes up, right. not down. The mistake, yep. like I said, they're not making as many as I am. Yeah. That's yeah. For sure. I keep trying to tell my kids this as they're blaming other people for their problems. I'm like, just own it. It's fine. Uh, that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> like I wrote a book yeah, yeah. about this and I just can't convince you. That's a whole nother subject. Don, one of the questions I ask my guests in bonus episodes is, is what do you think is the biggest challenge in talent development today? I feel like we, we kind of covered that in our last conversation, you know, individual learning at scale. Individual engagement. Individual engagement at scale, I think, is the biggest issue we have in our industry today because we all need scale, less time. We all want to leverage technology. Like we said, it's human first. You know, we teach human digital partnerships, but human first. And when you put it the other way around, digital human, they they screw up. So it's individual engagement at scale is a massive problem. And that's the one we set out to solve. Yeah, I love it. We also talked about some trends in our last episode, but when you think about working with people in specifically in the talent development field and all the things that people are doing, is there another trend out there that you're watching or you're excited about? Well, I like IBM and MIT came out with a recent study and Josh Burson, who you know very well, has a great culture PDF that he just sent out recently that touches on this too. But it's, you know, it's a renewed emphasis on culture being the driver mm. of performance. It's not a nice to have. It's a, it's exponentially yeah. a factor in how well you do. And I think the yeah. acknowledgement of that, and again, Andy, I mean, if, if I sound like a broken record, I mean, you and I keep going back to the human factor, yeah. but not because it's trivial, but because right. it's it's central. Yeah. And for years, people have said, like, we know that people join companies and leave bosses, right? Bad managers or what force people away. But I, I feel like I'm hearing more and more and seeing the data that it's not just about managers. It's about overall culture. Is it inclusive? You know, yeah. do people feel like they can grow? Do they enjoy going to work there? Mm-hmm. And the culture becomes an even bigger factor than even that individual manager can be overpowering and whether people stay or leave a job. I think that, and I'm glad you said that because I think managers have been getting the short end of the stick <laughs> with those that research. Yeah. I don't believe it. I think managers are often caught in the middle yeah. and they're often inside a system that they really can't change. And yeah. so, you know, when uh, we have a simulation called Aquinox and there's tops, middles, bottoms. And I studied with Barry Autry and his system thinking for a number of years before I designed this. And and it doesn't matter where you, where, who you are, you can take your role tops, middle or bottom, but they're going to see, they're going to start distrusting the middles in the simulation, no matter who goes into those roles because of the system. So I think blaming managers, I think we have to back off a little bit, take a, open our aperture a bit and say, those managers are, you know, are taking too much blame for what is really sometimes a system error and a system, you know, and that's why the industrial revolution and legacy systems died a couple waves ago and there needs to be a yeah. human revolution. Don, I know you're a reader like me. I know you've also written some books and you think back across yeah. your career and the work that you do, is there, or recently, is there a book that you highly recommend uh, other than your own or mine? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, mine would be way down the list. I love my books, but yeah. but you know what? There's a quote that says, when I want the facts, I read nonfiction, and I read a lot of nonfiction, but mm-hmm. when I want the truth, I read fiction. Hmm. And the facts can often obscure the truth. Yeah, And that's why I love reading and writing fiction. And like Michael Andanche's The English Patient, you know, it's just an amazingly gorgeous book. And so I'd recommend that. It's nothing to do with our field, except it's yeah. everything to do with our field, because it's about, you know, there's, there's the best medium for getting inside somebody is yeah. a book, a fiction yeah. book, because you can't do it in TV. You can't do it in dance. You can't do it in other things, art, painting. But in a book, you can actually be inside their head and inside their heart. There's no other medium that takes you there like that. So, you know, I'd say read read a little more fiction and because that's where the truth is. Yeah. Last question for you, Don. You've worked with a lot of people around talent development. I know you run your own business, but you work with a lot of people, clients and different companies. You think about people in talent development who are trying to move up or become more effective or successful in their careers. What's one piece of a career advice you would give for people in talent development? I certainly wouldn't give it as advice because I've never worked in a big company like that. I've worked right. for my Olympic teams in Canada, I've yeah. been a marketing director for them, but I've I've navigated those systems for many, many years, different than being inside them. Yeah. And so I wouldn't give them advice. But one of the things that I have noticed about the people that have done so well, the, you know, because I started with them 34 years ago, I've sure. seen their, their trajectory, trajectories, is they've been true to themselves. Mm. They, they've become more of themselves as they've gone along, they've trusted more of their unique, you know, when I go to a conference and I'm still like, I'm experiential learning, we're experiencing it, obviously, but I can still listen to a very smart gal give a lecture and I love it. I can listen to a very smart guy give a TED talk and I love it. It doesn't have to be experiential all the time for me. But, but when I go to these places, you know what I find these, the best speakers give me? It's permission know the rules, but then how do they apply uniquely to me? It gives me permission to find my own way with those things. So I've seen people kind of grow into themselves and become more, go, you know what? Yeah, I've got my faults and we all have our internal, you know, battles, but I got, you know, but if I can be more of this part of me that I know I can count on, that I like, if I can bring that out more, that's where I've seen some of my colleagues over the years just just flourish and also feel more satisfied. I love that. Well, Don, thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. I know for those listening, if you want to find out more about the work that Don does, check out the company website, experienceit.com. I think we even talked about setting up a a website, experienceit.com slash TDTT, specifically for listeners of this podcast. You can learn more about Infinity. You can reach out, ask questions. We're also going to have Don booking him to run a session as a guest speaker inside the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, which is sort of our ongoing conference that happens all year year long. We have a Zoom call every Wednesday with different guest speakers and experts, as well as open forum calls to let people come on and ask questions and share their knowledge and their expertise and best practices with each other. And Don is someone who is in there doing curiously and with humility, uh, learning everything he can about everything going on in this space and trying to help others and creating really fantastic experiences as well. So if you're interested at all in, in the work that Don's been doing, reach out to him. If you're interested in learning from others in your field, come join us in the Talent Development Think Tank. You can find more information at our website, talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. We appreciate you listening to this podcast. Don, I appreciate you coming back on the show and I look forward to talking with you more soon. Thanks so much, Andy. Have a great day and I appreciate you asking me. 
All right, take care.